in paragraph 65 of his encyclical Laudato Si on care for our common hope, which outlines the principles for what might be termed Pope Francis' teaching on eco-theology and what should shape our thinking and our response to the care of creation, he makes this simple statement. Each person is not just something, but someone. Each person is not just something, but someone. This remarkable and yet simple insight comes from his understanding of the act of creation that places on both creature and creation an immense dignity that is desired and made possible by God, a God who bestows on the world and every person and peace within it the very image of God, an image that is most especially given to each person. Pope Francis quotes his predecessor, Pope Benedict, who said, each of us is the result of a thought of God. Each of us is willed, each of us is loved, each of us is necessary. In that same paragraph, Pope Francis continues by saying that the act of creation means that all life is grounded in three intertwined relationships with God, with our neighbor, and with creation. I think that we would agree <clears throat> that the first two are pretty self-evident throughout the Judeo-Christian tradition. That relationship as a human community with God and with each other. But we may have never taken too seriously that these two relationships were part of a Trinitarian community. We understand that the rupture of relationships with God and with each other is the sin of our ancestors and of ourselves. But we tended to treat the rupture with creation, those acts of exploitation and misuse of its resources, as a lesser concern, perhaps a simple byproduct of the way the earth should be our servant, our sort of reservoir of whatever we needed, when we needed it, and as much as we needed. Pope Francis says that St. Francis of Assisi was a prophet who sought to establish a harmony between creatures and creation that would be a healing of that very rupture and attempted 
to restore the original innocence of creation when God looked at it and said, it is good. The Hebrew prophet Amos has harsh words in our first reading today for the people of his time as he admonishes those who exploit the poor and the needy, not by physical violence, but by an economic violence that exploits the harvest itself in such a way that they were unable to have a fair and just return for their labor. This exploitation has so many variations in our world today, both on a national and a global scale. Amos draws very clear connections between respect for the people of the land and the relationship that should exist with the produce of the land that they depend on. For Amos to trample on the dignity of the person of the land, as he says, is to trample on the sacred purpose of creation itself. To trample on the dignity of the person is to trample on the sacredness of God's creation. The responsibility of the people of God toward the Creator God, whether in the time of Amos or in our own time, and to all of creation and toward each created person, is a matter of faith. There's this wonderful quote from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. It says, God wills the interdependence of creatures, the sun and the moon, the cedar and the little flower, the eagle and the sparrow, the spectacle of their countless diversities and inequalities tells us that no creature is self-sufficient. Creatures exist only in dependence on each other, to complete each other and in the service of each other. St. Francis of Assisi said pretty much the very same thing in his Canticle of the Creatures perhaps more poetically than the Catechism. The opening line of today's Gospel offers a reminder of what happens when we forget this triune relationship between our God, our creation, and our neighbor. Jesus begins with those words, a rich man had a steward who was reported to him for squandering his property. We might ask, are we not all the stewards of the property that God has placed before us and around us, the riches and the beauty of the earth, that we might be just and worthy stewards, tending to its goodness and its potential for generations to come. 
as we celebrate this season of creation. We are reminded that, of course, we're never able to pay God back for what has been created for us. But we express our gratitude and our integrity by treating each other, as Paul says today, with dignity and by blessing God on the very altar of the earth.